from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Hmm. Is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? Or is it a sandwich? I may never know. <laughs> and now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two douchebags and a microphone pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, Hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, Promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, no. It's, it's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. <laughs> what you call a bundle of A in church? Christian Bale. <laughs> hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's the island of horrible jokes. <laughs> Bags in a microphone. More entertaining than a ruptured spleen. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Chickweed is an edible plant and a herbal remedy that can be used in various ways. Chopped chickweed can be added to soups, eggs, pastas, or pizzas. can also be blended into hummus or pesto. It can also make chickweed into an oil for your skin for burns and minor cuts. But it could also be used as a tea drink or just munch it raw for a tasty, healthy snack. Next up, things overheard in hell. Baseball's third season of the year begins tonight. Yay! When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water, because nobody likes a stinky asshole. This is a voice guide from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, 
Look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. All right, Rob. So, um, how was your day today? It was rough. Yeah, that's I what you said. Anything you want to go into, or you just want to leave it at rough? No, it, it, it just a rough day. It All was right. just a rough day. But you finished it great with fried chicken. Oh, yes, I did. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I just literally got down eating yeah. fried chicken. I cooked it. Yeah. Yeah, and also the song Fried Chicken and Coffee is fantastic. Have you ever heard it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, it's great. So, anyhow, um, and I think that probably came from Truckers, Fried Chicken and Coffee. Doesn't that sound like what a trucker would do? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, anyhow, yep. Um, uh, Anyhow, I have a uh, little thing here. Jeffy X is at it again. He got me another list. Uh, oh, my go- God. He's on the ball, man. Man, the guy is everywhere, I swear. Yeah. we got to give him a raise. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was like uh, doing some uh, editing on the podcast, and all of a sudden it goes, dink. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's Jeffy X again. I go over there, and, you know, grab this, 10 minutes, poof, it's gone. I grabbed it just in time. Just I just got the last word printed off. Poof, it was gone. So, yeah, Jeffy X, I mean, evidently he's risking his life for us again. So, uh, anyhow. I told you, he was really impressed with his Christmas presents. He's working oh, on next year, he, uh, I swear to God. He sent me a photo of him in a Sergeant Pepper's outfit on top of um, on top of a mountain somewhere. He wouldn't tell me what mountain it was. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah, did, did a good he job send, on that. Did he send you the picture? Yeah, yeah, I got it too. I yeah. didn't know he sent you the picture too. Yeah, he sent me the picture because he knew that I was in Marvel, the Sergeant Pepper's outfit. So he sent me a picture. Yeah, he, he's in love with it. Yeah, I mean, how does he find time to come up with the, these lists? Being on some mountain in a Sergeant Pepper outfit, I mean, trolling around town in it. I mean, you know, the guy's everywhere. I mean, he's just like magic. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Jeffy X, we salute you. But first, I have this before I go into that. Um, today, big tech e- executives defend social media safety on Capitol Hill. A group of social media bigwigs is currently being grilled by Congress on uh, Wednesday, today, about the risks of their products posts to young people. The hearing became even more relevant Wednesday when a gruesome video was posted of a man that supposedly was holding his father's decapitated head. The video gathered 5,000 hits before it was removed. So YouTube found out about it after 5,000 people downloaded it. And uh, it was really gruesome. And I never did get the full story whether it really was his father's decapitated head or it was a hoax. I don't know this yet. And I'm going to keep looking it up and try to get the answer. But that was not released. Okay, yeah, that, that ran across my news a couple times today. Okay. I just kind of dropped did, it. Did you find anything more about it? Uh, no, I just kind of dropped it. Okay. 
Minnesota. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, talking about decapitation. Yeah, that. Yeah, Minnesota. Important. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuster, Klobuther or something like that. Klobuther, I think, appeared uh, visibly upset when speaking about people she knew that had children that committed suicide. Um. Okay. Now, Rob, do we really need an oversight by the government, or? Should it be left to parenting, and if uh, and if your kid absorbs all this stuff, then it's on you if something bad happens to him. Of course, we don't want a kid committing committing suicide. But do you think we right. invite the government to even more parts of our lives? Uh, they're pushing it now. I think. I think so too. I think they want In my more opinion. I think they're pushing. No, I think but, they want to be like Canada full of But on. some parents do need somebody watching out over To be honest, to, you know, to No, it's fair. true. It's true, Rob, it's true. Go to any Walmart on any given day and you tell me that parents uh, have control of their kids. Uh, this cruise I go on, I'll bet you I will not be able to pick the parents out of most of the kids that are going to be jumping and jumping in water and fucking uh, gurgling in a hot tub and all this shit. I'll bet you I'll never see them. Yeah, exactly. You don't know where they're at. Uh, they could be in their room. Who knows? But yeah, uh, parenting has failed in America for quite a while. And it's not everybody, but it's enough to where it really makes a difference on society. And um, I don't know if the government's the answer. And I don't know if the government's ever the answer by uh, monitoring or not letting I children. Use... Not... Go ahead. That's a, little, that's a touchy subject. That is a touchy subject. Well, how about they have Facebook for children? Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. I think something like that would be more feasible than the government having control over social media completely to where they could lock anybody out. So, um, I'm for... I, I thought they did have a Facebook for kids. They do? I didn't know. I, I just I thought they did. I thought I just I, thought I, of I thought it. I heard something about it. Oh, Okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I know some parents, they're really good parents, they'll let their children on Instagram with a very bare minimum of people like relatives and, you know, and friends of theirs and stuff like that. But, you know, I understand that. They'll let them have a little taste of social media, but not go hog wild like some kids get to do. Right. You know, and then they get on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And, um... And then they're subject to hardcore porn. Um, I got off of X because I just kept getting spammed uh, relentlessly, and I don't know if it was something in my settings or not, but I could not believe it. I'm going through X, and there's like hardcore porn on there. It's like uh, all different kinds of stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, really? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should join. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I know there's children on X is a problem. So they would be subject to that. Now, a parent or, or a... You, you, you watch your age, you watch, you know? Yeah, you know what? Uh, a, um, give give adult, me a 40 or 50-year-old. Not get confused with a 16 to 18-year-old. Yeah. You know? An adult that wants to watch that is fine with me. That's up to them. But if you put that around children to where they can get it with no parental locks, then guess what children right. are going to do? You know what we, we did? Every chance we had to grab a Playboy, we did, right? Fuck yeah. My, yeah! my dad had a few hustlers in his toolbox in the garage. 
I we used to find them in the weirdest fucking places. Like uh, now, now I have the toolbox and the hustlers ain't there. I'm like, where the fuck they go? <laughs> they were classic. Damn it, and the hustler was the best too. Oh, they were classics, man. They were like from the early seventies. Oh, Larry Flint, he was pushing the envelope so bad. Even back then, he was just like, uh, you know, he was purposely trying to piss people off. He, he, he you know, he he loved doing that. And um, honestly, I love the cartoons and the articles. The articles. I'll tell you what, and you know, Playboy had the best sports yeah. articles because they hired the best sports writers. Yeah, they did. They did. I remember like uh, going, oh, I got a Playboy, and then I started reading sports. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll get to the centerfold here in a little bit. But, man, you know, I'm like looking at these stats and stuff and going, wow, well, I can't believe this. Yeah. And, and yeah, they had great, they had superior writing on Playboy, which um, also made it like the ultimate man's magazine. You had naked women in the middle, and you had sports yep. at, at the at the side of it, and then you had opinion at the first of it. So it was actually more than just a naked chick magazine. I mean, there was a lot of thought into it. Yeah, and, the naked chicks were in the middle. Yes. But you had to go through the whole magazine to get to it. There was a lot of good reading in there. There really yeah, was. Yeah, there, there really was. And I don't even know, are they online now or something, or are they even in existence? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Me, me neither. Uh, so I, I get all my stuff online anymore. So. Everybody gets their <laughs> stuff online anymore. You know, the whole thing is, it's like this: if you think you're going to die anytime soon, take your phone and throw it in a lake. Yep. Yep. I yeah. agree with that one. Take 100%. your take your desktop, throw it in a lake. Don't let anyone near it. So, um, anyhow. You know, uh, this video was pretty bad, but, you know, there were videos that were test marketed and failed that Jeffy X found. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, and these might have been on YouTube. They might have been anywhere, but, you know, this particular... <laughs> these are going to be interesting. Yeah, you know, this particular YouTube video of the supposedly decapitated head garnered a lot of attention, but I had no idea until Jeffy X sent me this. Um, that there are a lot of videos that were test marketed and failed. So, you know, like always, Jeffy X comes through for us, and uh, he found us ten of these of uh, videos that were um, that were subject to be released, and the focus panel said no way, and they didn't get released, so they never saw the light of day. So, anyhow, um, Jeffy X, um, we owe you even more. Like we were talking about, Rob uh, gave him embroidered underwear with his... Uh, name on the front and back of the underwear embroidered and the special Stephen Piercy pouch on the front of it on the inside of his underwear so he can fill and fool all he wants but we know Jeffy X has a huge one so he probably doesn't have to but if he gets the need he can throw a couple of socks in there just to look a little bit better to uh, women and maybe some gay men right oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Definitely. and then um the Sergeant Pepper's outfit. Did you make him yeah, one or like? Yeah, he definitely does not go for men. Oh no, he's no, no, definitely no. a woman's man. No, no, no. He's uh, yeah. I've um, met him. Yeah. yeah. Um, does uh, did you make him more than one Sergeant Pepper outfit, or is he just like wearing it and like washing it every now and then? 
I don't know if he's washed it or not, but I just made him one. Oh, shit. He always wears that thing. Dude, yeah. I don't know. It's on him. I suppose at night he might wash it while he puts the flying bat suit on and trolls around town, right? I don't know. You had to be careful with the washing. And me, I'm going to give him... I think I'd have it dry cleaned. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. And, uh, and uh, me, I owe him a bunch of money because we don't break the law here at Two Douchebags and Microphone. But if we did break the law, I would uh, buy him, I think I was up to 30 pounds of, uh, of uh, booger sugar. And um, let's see, yeah. um, and uh, what, 80 hookers or something like that? Something like that. So I'm gonna... No, he, he said he knows you're going on a cruise. Catch him when you get back. Okay, cool, cool. He's good. So I'll he just, knows you're good. I'll him. give him the monetary value of 80 hookers and uh, and 30 pounds of blow. And he so, knows you're good for it. Okay, good, good. So anyhow, so the first video that Jeffy X has uncovered for us was um, O.J. Simpson's knife sharpening and field dressing class was dropped by the production company immediately after the test panel. I think he would know what to do. I think he'd know how to sharpen a knife. And and that'd be perfect. Yeah, he was a perfect fit for that. I mean, you know, he knew he obviously yeah. would know how to field dress a deer. So you know, um, uh, for I for, don't understand that. For those of you that aren't familiar with hunting, field dressing is like uh, pretty much pre-butchering the animal out in the woods, and you know, and pretty much bleeding it out. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think O.J. Simpson. And, and then those of you that don't know who O.J. Simpson is, look him up. Look him up. Yeah, that's right. There may be some people go. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm leaving it right there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just look him up, okay, and uh, and just read everything you can about him, and uh, you'll see what we're getting at here. So, anyhow, um, you'll see how Ford Broncos got so damn popular. <laughs> you see how low speed <laughs> chases got popular too. <laughs> Oh, dude, they have a channel on Pluto TV now. There's nothing but ice speed chases. Oh, 24-7. <laughs> and they say they're... Uh, I'm going to have to catch the advertisement again. Uh-huh. But, man, they have so many from Los Angeles. They have, like... Oh, God, it's crazy. Like a thousand chases a month or some shit. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they keep this TV channel busy. What is the name it, of it? Do you it, have the name of it? I'm going to have to look it up on the internet. I don't have Pluto. Well, uh, all I know is it's on Pluto TV in the reality section. And you know what? I can look it up. And a show called Car Chase. <laughs> oh, my that's, God. Yeah, that's all it is, is 24-7 Car Chase. That sounds like a handful of gummies. And and, uh, <laughs> and watching people get stupid in a car. That sounds like a great night, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Number two video that failed. President Biden's How to Form a Successful Speech and Get People Engaged with Riveting Talk video promptly failed, then was quickly destroyed right after. I think okay. I probably I would probably agree with that. Um, not the best speaker, not the most cognizant person you probably ever witnessed. Um, 
yeah, I think I think that them uh, turning it down and destroying it right after is probably the best thing they could do for mankind, right? Okay, uh, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I got one for Trump, too. So if someone's like going, don't bash my Biden, just wait, just wait. I got one for Trump, too. We're equal opportunity annoyers here. We piss everybody off. And we're I, proud. I say get rid of everybody and let's start over from scratch. Hell yeah, and give them an ass pound. That's, that's my opinion. I'm if saying, everybody wants to know our opinion, let's get rid of everybody and start over from scratch. Absolutely. And um, also, another thing is, is this right here. Um, I think that all of them on the way out get an invisible ass paddling bias. What do you think? Dead point. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, wait. Oh, uh, no. But, we're going to have to have a three-way. Topher's going to have to. Oh, Topher will be. Yeah, Topher will be a part of that. Hell yeah, he will. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we're oh, going to have to have a three-way that night. Oh, and also, Topher came back with his picks. Um, you won both of them. Of the Harry. I Asshole won both of them? You won both of them. So, All right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. And I didn't tell him whose was who, so he didn't just do that to screw with me. He he put your guys' uh, up for winning. So, anyhow. All right. I'll make note of that. All right. And that will be on our next Harry Asshole Olympics. Uh, we'll put them up against uh, whoever we put up. So, the next number three is ex-President Trump's video on yoga and self-awareness and how to win an argument with kind words. Was it was also denied? Your thoughts? I I think he could pull it off. I think so too. I think so too. I think he, the that's new fine. the new kinder, gentler Trump, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know what? I I don't know what to say about these focus panels, Rob. I mean, I you know are are they like on heroin or something? I know fentanyl's big these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did they all drop dead afterwards? Well, as long as you watch a dose, you're all right. Isn't it like a sleeping agent? It's like any other drug. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to watch what you're doing. Um, It's a sleeping agent, though. They just use it to cut other drugs, I believe. I don't think all it does is make you sleepy. So, I mean, um, fentanyl is a big I, thing. Honestly, I really have not done much research into it. I do believe that fentanyl is that's a sleeping that, agent. There's nothing that enthuses me, so, you know. Now, and, now, I know I, it's a major problem in this well, world. Well, yeah, their problem, like cops are finding fentanyl in yards, like people are, like, uh, seeing cops behind them and throwing it out the door, you know, out the windows and stuff. And, and I guess if you get it on you, it could be bad, too. So, I mean, yeah. So, not a good thing. Oh, that reminds me of a story you mentioned here while, quite a while back that we need to check into. Oh, what is that? You remember there was an area in Kansas where they kept finding baggies of drugs in their yards and shit? Oh, yeah, that's right. Over near and Goodwin. nobody knew where it was coming from. Yeah, we need to look in on that. <laughs> yeah, we got to see if there's a follow-up article because I'm sure they've done some research. Uh, the speculation was, is... Um, Drug uh, traffickers on I-70 would like get off of the road to get away from the highway patrol or go get something to eat in these small towns. They'd see a cop start following them and they would throw the stuff out to not get caught. That was the speculation. Okay, right? so that, that would, yeah. Well, but, yeah, let's do some research into that. Yeah, we're going to have to do a little research and find out. A follow-up on that I think is necessary. You're right. Yeah. 
Um, number four um, of these videos that went to these test panels and didn't make it, and Jeffy X found these for us again. Robert Kennedy Jr. video was shelled because of lack of interest. It was how not to get set up for an assassination video. Too soon? Uh, no, not really. No, not really. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, so, since his dad and uncle were both assassinated, you know, um, I think that he yeah. would probably be really good on uh, telling you how not to since he's running for president or kind of, right? Obviously, yeah. he, he has some tricks up his sleeves. You know, every other every other guy that ran for president with the name Kennedy or got in there was, you know, was a... Uh, he better have some backup, that's how I was. Yeah, yes, yep. Uh, Even though I like the Kennedy name, I do. Okay. Um, it depends on... Well, 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 um, most of them. Uh, Teddy Kennedy? Yeah, that, that's the exception. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the next one is about little uh, little Teddy Kennedy, or Big Teddy Kennedy. Oh, Lord, let's hear this one. Number five, Teddy Kennedy left behind a video on how to run your car into a bay, be cognizant enough to get your fat ass out of the submerged car, but also forget about your secretary that was in the car drowning video. It was shredded, and we all hope he left nothing else. Do I need to say anything else? Does anyone realize what I'm getting out there? Do you realize I'm not even saying a word? <laughs> do you get what I'm really trying to say there? Yeah, I, I, I know. Do. I know. I beat around the bush quite a bit. I, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I'm I, sure some of our audience does, but I'm not. You know what? Yeah. If, it, don't if you're know younger, about some of the others. if you're younger, look it up. Look at and then look up the other two Kennedys too. Okay, that way yeah, you know yeah. you know about the Robert Kennedy, his dad, and and his uncle John F. That uh, were both assassinated. So um, yeah. so if you're a youngster, we apologize for these oldie oldster jokes. We're going to try to get a little bit more fresh, or not. All right, next one, number six. Mark Zuckerberg had a video on safe sun tanning. But the panel deserved that he had virtually no tanning experience. I think I could agree with that. I agree with it. Yeah, he obviously has never seen sun in his whole life. I mean, I think he's actually an android. I think he's AI. Yep, yeah. He does, he does not look real. He, he looks plastic. In, in my opinion, all, weird. Yeah. all of these things are our opinion. We are not to be taken seriously. We're a parody show, and that's what we do. So, we could be just saying that shit just to say it. Yeah, we could be making it up. We'd make shit up all the time. So yeah. keep, keep you on your toes, right? You, you know, you think what? you think I made something up? Go Google it and go, hey, that fucking asshole, I knew he was wrong. They send me that's an email. What we tell, that's what we've said since day one. We say it all the time. Us, look yourself, look it up yourself. Look it up yourself, yeah. Yep. Do your own judgment. So, number seven. Elon Musk had a how to make new friends and charm them over with your personality, but the panel didn't want a fiction book from him. <laughs> yeah, that would be a fiction, a fiction book from him. That guy has yep. been nothing but abrasive for how long now? He's been pissing off everybody. 
and just like I, I mean, can't count how long. Oh yeah, and then the big fiasco about him going to fight Mark Zuckerberg, and then he found out I think or started looking at videos. Zuckerberg is a cage fighter now, and he's pretty yeah. good at it. And I think maybe um, Elon looked over there or somebody whispered in his ear and said, Hey, dude, you know this guy's pretty fucking good? And then Elon promptly backed down, which did not make him look well. And then uh, he did all the layoffs at Twitter uh, and then changed the name to X. But when he did the layoffs, his uh, people that worked for him actually locked him out of his own account. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking fiascos like that. <laughs> That's funny. So they're like saying all this shit. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, damn it. You know what? What? That could go up for an ass calling on its own. Yeah, is he already in the? I, I think. Yeah, he might, yeah, I, yeah, I think he's already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, but we can pull him out at any time and ass paddle him. Oh back. my God, for that! Yeah. Yeah, let's do your that. own. Your own employees walk out of your account. He, he lays them off, yeah. and then they locked him out of his account. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're saying all this shit, and there's nothing you can do about it. He keeps reading it. I am Elon Musk. I like to finger my asshole. You know, whatever. I own this fucking place. Damn it. You can't say that because you're not on. Okay, number eight. Baltimore Ravens had a video on how to accomplish and finish your dreams and remain humble, but it was obviously fictional from them. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm not. Cocky I know fucks. You cocky fucks. Cocky fucks. That's what you get. Jamar Chase, did, little bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch. We're did, in the Super Bowl. Did you see the pictures of the dance they did when Chiefs were up seven to six? Oh, I witnessed it live. They yeah. did a fucking end zone dance. Oh, they thought Stupid they were cute. Fucking move. Everybody knows it. Yep. Yep, that's the kiss of death. celebration. Kiss of death when you play the Chiefs in a big game. You do the dance, you will pay. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're done. Yep, the dirty bird got fucking flung. So number nine, Aaron Rodgers had a book out on how to carefully craft your legacy and be remembered as a great guy. Instructional video, but it was viewed and determined that he had zero experience in this. Yeah, I think I would have to agree with. I don't the, know. I think I think I might check. I I think I would have checked it out. I think I would have just see what he said about like uh, uh, mushrooms and ayahuasca. I would like to know. Um, you know, he says he does stuff like that regularly to expand his mind. I would love to uh, actually, really, for real. I mean, you know, we're joking around here and having fun. Right. Right. If he wrote a book about that, I would definitely buy it and read it because I'm very interested in that, the mind expansion drugs and, and how your mind really works. You know, your mind gets bored and does these things that, that, that like are really kind of detrimental to you. And, you know, and you can't really control it because it's your mind. It's like your mind has its own separate thing. You know, it's really weird. But um, I would love to see what he says and his experiences with all that stuff. So... Uh, seriously, I would take a book if he wrote it about that. So, um, yeah. number 10. Well, I, what I'm thinking, if you don't mind me butting in here. No, go ahead. I, 
what I'm thinking is he could be a lot like me. Yeah. He's better giving advice than living it. Um, you know what? And me too. You know what I mean? And me too. I can tell people how to do shit, but when it comes to me doing it, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> and then I screw it up. You know. You know, Rob, I screw up in reverse all the time. If I take my own advice, I'd be golden. Same here, Rob. I. I couldn't have worded it any better for myself. I I can be the first person to tell you what's going on with you and how to correct it, but if you turn it yeah. on me, I'm like, I, I don't think I can do that. I just don't think I'm yeah. capable. Yeah. So, number ten, this kind of strikes home, Rob. I can't believe it's on there. Two douchebags and a microphone had a video on successful podcasting and how to sound professional with a microphone. They were laughed at so hard on one panel member vomited. <laughs> any any comments? All I'm gonna say is depends on what night it was. <laughs> I wasn't talking about I wasn't leave talking it about right there. Okay, leave let's just right leave there. it right there. All right, and how about if we take our first break since we're way over? And we'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Now you all see it from your computer with your headphones still attached. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Once again, it's time for Ramblings of a Madman. I believe Congress needs to synchronize tap dance for 20 minutes before each session. That needs to happen. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Brick, shells, energy drink. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. On most of these apocalypse series, we tell you what plants you can eat in case of an apocalypse and you have to go out to your yard for food. Well, this one is going to explain to you the plants you may be aware of to not eat. Plants that could be toxic usually might have milky white sap, thorns, spines, or fine hairs, or leaves or stems. 
pods with bulbs, beans, or seeds, stems or trunks that have an almond scent, three-leaf foliage growth, also be aware of intensely bitter or sappy flavor, foliage reminiscent of dill, parsley, or carrot. Bags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Um, okay, real quick, a programming note here. Um, this next week, after I pet, I think I have two podcasts to post. After that, there's not going to be one next week. We're hoping to record some on my cruise. Um, I can't take all the equipment it takes with me. Um, it might be a primitive sounding one, but I'm trying to do one on my phone. I know people that have done them on their phone, and they sounded legible at least. And I'm trying to do that, and then I can post it yeah, when I get back. I, I can vouch. We tried right before we come on air tonight. Yeah, there's a couple other apps I can look at that um, um, hopefully uh, that I can do. Um, my friend Marky, uh, he... Um, he did a little sports podcast, and I will probably post it on ours, or maybe put it into one of ours or something as a, like its own segment. And uh, anyhow, he did his on a phone, and it sounds great. So, well, hey, we do have listeners waiting for a total sports night. Exactly, and we have that a guy for you. That would be a good night to throw that. Hey, yeah, <laughs> We've dropped the ball on that one. That's yes. on both of us. I know, I know. Well, Marky's really good at it. In the in the segments he sent me, he sounded great. He's very knowledgeable. He's talking about the salary cap and and Legereus Sneed and Chris Jones and what we have to do and how we could like maybe retain some of our talent, you know, uh, and still fit under the cap. It was really interesting. It was very good. And it was very well researched, and he sounded good. So it awesome. might it might be the perfect podcast to put on here, and there you guys go, you you got your sports podcast. So, um, anyhow, um, you want to hear some of the weird? No, you know what? You got something you probably want to go into, don't you? Well, yeah, I do have that one story I told you. Yeah, about. go go ahead and go into it. I'm sorry, I'm like hogging up all the time. Hey, I, I I know you're getting ready to go on vacation. So you're antsy. You're yeah, antsy. I, I, I am. Understand. I'm very jittery. I'm like ready. Yeah, so. Anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Okay, this is... I found this one on Looper. Okay. Okay. This is how... The... NCC 1071, known as the SS Enterprise, got the NCC. And I love Star Trek, and I've never known this, and I guess I really, I suppose I never really thought about it, actually. But go ahead, Rob. This is really interesting. He told Honestly, me already. The way the way this story tells it, there are a lot of trackies that would not know this. 
I, you know what? I can believe it, actually. Okay. On Star Trek, every Federation ship receives a name and a registry number made up of a prefix and a numeral. The Starship Enterprise, the show's most famous Constitution class, heavy cruiser, only goes where no man has gone before, bearing the registry number NCC-1701. Okay. Although, although NCC is by far the most common Federation prefix, there's unfortunately no canon explanation for what it signifies. Hmm. <coughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, production designer Walter M. Matt Jeffries has said both that he came out with the prefix by combining the American Civil Aircraft prefix NC with the Soviet aircraft prefix CCC. Okay. And that the second C was added for artistic flair. Cool. You see what you see what he did there? Yeah, yeah. And he that's put the NC and the CCC and took out one C. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry. As indication, the United States in Navy terms and means commercial vessel, I add an extra C just for fun. Jeffries is quoted as saying in Star Trek, the original series sketchbook. Meanwhile, Star Trek author and illustrator Franz Joseph claims in his 1975 reference book, Star Trek Blueprints, that NCC stands for Naval Construction Contract. Uh-huh. Now, Joseph's work isn't considered mechanical, but since no creator officially attached to Star Trek has ever offered any better, many trackies, and even more associated novelists tend to accept this explanation. Oh, wow. Okay, well. Um, it, it's something... Okay, well, here, here, here's my problem with the whole damn thing. Okay. Okay, okay, the first one I can understand. Uh-huh. American Civil Aircraft. Yes. But then the second one goes into naval. What the hell does naval have to do with outer space? Well, okay, uh, the Navy flies planes in America. Good point. Um, I think Good it's... Good point. Good point. Here's my deal with the whole thing, Rob. I enjoyed the article, and it's cool that you brought it about, but I don't really care that much. That's why I never bothered to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things where... A million people could say a million different things, and you could go, "Oh yeah, yeah, that that sounds right." Who knows? I mean, Gene Roddenberry is dead, and I don't believe he ever revealed it. So, I mean, you know, we're probably not going to know for sure, right? Yeah, and this one kind of actually leaves it open too. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying is, is 
Well, we can't figure that one out, so okay. Hey, <laughs> give me something to talk about for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It, it really is. I mean, <laughs> it, it's funny that they bring up stories like this. It, it'd be cooler if they would have finalized it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, this is this sounds to me like Trekkie speculation. Yeah. So anyhow, they want it to be something, or think it's something, or trying to make everybody think it's something. Eh, who knows? Um, you know that uh, Boomer Esiason and some of the other uh, CBS crew were uh, almost assaulted by a Ravens fan that was pissed that they lost. Really? Yeah. Baltimore Ravens fans were certainly unhappy about witnessing the home team suffer a disappointing loss to the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs this past Sunday. But apparently, at least one Ravens fan directed their frustration at the on-site CBS crew. So I think they were on the air when this happened, Rob, the way it kind of sounds. Lamar Jackson had a brilliant regular season and defeated the Houston Texans in the divisional round to earn his first career postseason home win. Former NFL quarterback and current CBS analyst Boomer Esiason and the rest of CBS NFL Today crew were broadcasting at M&T Bank Stadium. Esiason said that he, along with his co-hosts Nate Burleson and Bill Cowher, were confronted by a fan at an Amtrak station near the Ravens' home stadium. Esiason went into more details about the incident during WFAN's morning show on Monday. Esiason began by praising the Ravens' loyal fan base and saying the crowd couldn't have been any nicer at the stadium and even in this situation for the most part. Um, but the former Cincinnati Bengals quarterback said that the fan was a total asswipe douchebag. He also suggested the fan had consumed an excessive amount of alcohol. Esiason added that the fan... Well, was, uh, yeah. The Esiason added that the fan in question made claims that the NFL was rigged. He decided that he's going to come over and he's going to talk to us about how the NFL is rigged, Esiason explained, and he's using very colorful language. But he also noted that Cower was quick to defend the integrity of the league. Coach is awesome, right? He'll defend the NFL, Esiason explained. I don't want to hear this crap from a drunk and a fan that lost a bet. He's a Hall of Famer, and he will die with that shield, Esiason said of Cower. At one point, the situation seemed to have escalated to the point where Esiason contemplated getting into a physical altercation with the, with the, uh, with the individual. So he must have, like, really been on them because Esiason sounds like he's about ready to kick his ass. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what i do at that point. What? Put him on air. Um, I thought it was on air. on air. It was over near the Amtrak station. He was not on air. The, the, oh, it okay. sounds to me like they were oh, leaving okay. or something. I said, listen, if he gets any closer, I have to get up and effing smash the guy in the face, Esiason said. And I'm pissed off now. Okay. I'm trying to watch the NFC Championship game on an iPad, and this idiot is screaming about the NFL's rig. We're not going to let anyone go after Coach Cower Burleson, a former Detroit Lions wide receiver, said that entered the, then entered the fray. Nate's ready to come out of his suit and ready to rip this guy's face off, Esiason said. The, the chronic scene ended it with no punches being thrown. It was nuts, Esiason said, and then another Raven fan started yelling at this guy, and then the cops came in. So, sounds like this guy uh, had a little too much, right? We, we can say that, right? Yeah. 
and he also is a conspiratist. Now, I don't believe the NFL's rigged, but I still contend that it is influenced by the NFL officiating. And right. some of it's self-admitted, because a couple of years ago, they admitted that they give makeup calls. Whenever they know they send a bad call, they will do a call that they purposely help the team that they just screwed. To me, that's the worst thing I could hear in the whole world. Because that means, oh, we already screwed up, so we're going to make it right. No, 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 no. It, it should never be like that. It should be the game. So you can't tell me that they're not influenced in some way if they're cognizant about, like, doing a makeup call, right? Right. Then they're talking about influencing the game themselves when they talk about a makeup call. So maybe they screwed up on a call. Yes, everybody's going to screw up on a call. But you're talking about doing a makeup call, then that definitely is something to be alarmed about. And that is influencing the game. And no, I don't think it's rigged. I don't think it's scripted. But I, and I also contend this, and I've always said this. The NFL is influenced by the NFL officiating, but talent wins out. Probably most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, the best team wins. The team that played the best wins. There might have been a couple of calls that screwed them, but that team finds a way to win. So I'm not really that right. worried about it because I do believe that talent wins out. I think the two teams that are in it in the Super Bowl are definitively the two best teams. And I'm going by work body of work. On you know the Chiefs kind of had what what they consider an off season, 11 and six in the regular season, um, but. They've been to six championship games in a row. They've been to three Super Bowls and won two of them in that six-year span. So I dare someone to tell me they're not the best team in the AFC, at least, if not the NFL. It doesn't hold water because they bolstered their, uh, their team. They didn't tear it apart. Their team's probably stronger than ever. They had some bad luck earlier in the year and had some people dropping passes and bad calls. But they are definitively the best team in the AFC, at least. San Francisco, definitively the best team in the NFC. So right there, it worked out, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. So, I mean, so there you can say, yeah, you know, the game was influenced. But you can't say that, like, the teams that shouldn't have been there aren't there. Because the two teams that should have been there are there. And so it did work. Even with bad calls, even with maybe some makeup calls, it still worked because talent still wins out. So, and also coaching wins out too. How do you think Andy Reid keeps coming up with all this stuff? You know, like last year's oh, Super yeah. Bowl. Last year's Super Bowl, when the Eagles um, called the timeout, Andy Reid had a, a chance, or was it an injury? I forgot. Andy Reid had a chance to talk to his team, and he told them, he said, don't go in the end zone. Go right next to the, go the one-yard line and lie down. We're going to run time off, kick a field goal, and they'll have about three seconds left to do something. And they won the game. If they wouldn't have done that, I guarantee you, Philadelphia had a minute, 11 seconds or something to run down the field, and then they would have went to 
a two-point conversion, and they would have got in the way they were playing, and they would have won the Super Bowl. So the coaching there was superior because Andy Reid did not let that happen. So, um, so right. yeah, so all of that right there shows you the best teams are in there regardless of whether it's influenced or not, but I don't believe it's rigged. And if it's ever rigged, that will disappoint me so bad that I, I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably never watch football again, but I, I really don't think it's rigged. I do think it's influenced, but I don't think it's rigged. So on that note, let's uh, take a little break, and we got some crazy prop bets that, uh, that MGM Grand and some of these other places are uh, MGM, uh, Bet MGM and some of these other services are um, sending out there. So anyhow, we'll talk to you guys here in a minute. Yeah, and I got I got something I got to get to too. Okay, we'll let you get to that first because we've been talking football to break it up, and then we'll go into um, the prop bets. Does that sound good, Rob? All right, sounds good. Okay, we'll be right back. All those who believe in psychokinesis, raise my hand. That needs to happen. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I asked my date to meet me at the gym. She didn't show up. I guess we're not going to work out. <laughs> Next up, things overheard in hell. Tom Brady and the Las Vegas Raiders just won their 30th Super Bowl in a row yesterday. <laughs> Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's the island of horrible jokes. and the microphone says you ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass just asking two douchebags in a microphone raw and uncensored see behind the smoke show watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out watch mark revisit clinton missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations act now and get both high quality dvd sets and a free douchebag calendar mark off today with a douchebag looking at you supplies are limited so act now Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. All right, Rob. You have something you want to get to? 
Yeah, um, I mentioned an article that I came across that is setting me up for a five-night segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And my brother already messaged me and said, if I don't met, mention his show, then we got problems. Go ahead. But the, this ain't my article. This came <laughs> off 247 Tempo. I do believe the show that he loves will be on there. It might be. I haven't read all of it. Like I said, there is a hundred TV shows here. They're just mentioned. I'm the best ever. Okay. And they're not rankings. They're not worst to best. This is, they're this, just this is opinion. Out there. It's opinion. So there yeah, you they're just throwing these shows out there, not ranking them. You know. Yeah. All right. Okay. The first one. Happy Endings, which aired from 2011 to 2020. Have no idea. And three seasons with 58 episodes, starring Eliza Coop, Alicia Cuthbert, Zachary Knighton, and Adam Pally. Okay. Okay, now some of these shows I'm not going to go, you're not going to know. Our listeners ain't gonna know. All right. But there's other shows that you will. You know okay. What I mean? <clears throat> okay, next up we have Third Rock from the Sun. That was a good show. Ran from nineteen ninety six to two thousand one. Yep. Six seasons, hundred and thirty nine episodes. Starring John Lithgow, Jane Curtin, Kristen Johnson, and French Stewart. Yep, John Lithgow was so good in that, but all, all of them were actually. So oh, he did a, oh, he did a perfect job in that show. Yeah. Yep. Playing that character, I don't think they should have found anybody better. They they did great okay, on the casting. Yes. Next. Yes. My name is Earl. Yes. I'm glad they put that in there. 2009. Uh-huh. Four seasons, 96 episodes. Starring Jason Lee, Ethan Seppley, Jamie Priestley, and Nadine Velasquez. Yep. That was a... I like that show. That's an awesome show, dude. Yeah. I would agree. All right. They got some legitimacy on that one right there. Yeah, no, and like I said, it's a good thing these ain't in order because Third Rock from the Sun was 99 and my name is Earl 98. I would have to disagree with that. Oh, they would have to be up there further, but whatever. Oh, no, we got, we got something coming up here. Okay. Okay, next one, New Girl, aired from 2011-2018. I thought that show was horrible, but okay. I don't think I ever watched it. 
It was on Fox, and it was some chick, and I, it was just... Yeah, I gotta say here, courtesy of Fox Network. Um, I think it was poorly written, and I don't think the jokes really punched through. I, I, I It just looked to me like it was a low-budget deal all the way. So, I've never even heard of these actors. Oh, there you go. Low budget. Starring Zoe. Yeah, that Fish was Channel. Uh huh. That was the chick, and and it was Jake Johnson, yeah. Max Greenfield, and Hannah Simone. Yeah, yeah. It, I personally have never heard of them. There's a reason, Rob. Trust me on this. It was a horrible show, but anyhow. But they made seven seasons. 146 episodes. Well, there's a lot of of people out there that are just satisfied with nothing, right? Uh, Well, it was 2011-2018. Thank you, the age range. Okay. That explained it. Okay. Okay, next. Oh, here we go. An American classic. The Odd Couple. That was one of the best sitcoms ever. 1970 to 1975. Oscar and Felix. Yep, ran for five seasons, 114 episodes. Yep. Starring Tony Randall, Jack Klugman, Al Malarino, and Penny Marshall. Yep, Penny Marshall was on there, yep. An early Penny yeah, Marshall. Yes, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I just read it. Um, uh, Felix, uh, the character, what's his name again? I forgot. You just said it. Tony Randall. Tony Randall. He had a kid at a yeah, very old Randall age. Tony Randall and Jack Clark. He had a kid at like 72. Yeah. 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 He didn't have a kid before then. He decided to have children at 72, and he lasted maybe another five or six years. And the kid got to know him a little bit before he uh, went on to the great odd couple in the sky. Now, I tell you, yeah, he, he, was, he was a classic American actor back in the day. I agree. He really was. He, um, he played kind of the docile, somewhat effeminate, male character so well would you agree <laughs> yeah you see the picture I'm looking at oh yeah. my god yeah yep yeah. he played it very I, I can't describe this oh, oh well anyhow go the ahead way, no the way he's dressed and what he yeah it, no uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're realizing what I'm saying there yeah yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. All right, we still love him. Whatever. Okay, next up. One Foot in the Grave, 1990 to 2001. Okay. Uh, six seasons, 44 episodes, starring Richard Wilson, Annette Crosby, Dorian Mantle and Owen Brenman. Okay. Okay, so that 1990 to 2001, there was only six seasons? Hmm. 
Didn't know that. Uh, it says source courtesy of British Broadcasting. Okay. All right. Well, uh, okay, that might be why I've never heard of this show. Uh, yeah. Yep. BBC. There you go. Okay, next up, Motherland. Another one. From I didn't... 2016 to present. Okay. Beats me. It's still on the air. Series run, three seasons, 20 episodes. Oh, okay, see, I'm starting to have some problems with this stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know how good of a list it is. 2016, uh, yeah. Anna Adam Maxwell Martin, Lucy Punch, Diane Morgan, and Paul Ray. Okay, all right, move on. Courtesy of AMC+. Plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's an AMC. Okay, that, yeah, just move on. That that's obviously garbage. Okay, now I know this next one ain't. Okay. Stanford and Son. Oh yeah, but it should have been way down 1972 the list. 1972 to 1978. Should have been way down the list. No, see, that's what that's the thing about this list, Mark. They're not ranking them. They're just oh. throwing them out there. Okay, okay, gotcha. All right, then that's it, fine. It's not, it's not uh, worst to best. Or, you know, there's like no, there's like no order. Okay. So my brother's show may have to wait till last. I don't know. I went that far into it. Okay. I've only went as far as tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, is that it? Okay, Sanford oh, okay. Son went six seasons, 137 episodes, starring Red Fox and Damon Wilson. Okay, next up, Better Things. Okay. 2016 to 2022. This one I've never heard of. Alright, Cursive FX Network. That's why you never heard of it. Five seasons, 52 episodes, starring Pamela, Adlin, Mickey Madison, Hannah Riley, and Olivia. Okay, alright, you can move on. Yeah, next one I, I have heard of. I don't think I watched it, but I've heard of it. Okay. Superstore. Okay. 2015 to 2021. Okay. Six seasons, 113 episodes. Ben Feldman, Lauren Ash. Okay. Okay, here we go. Next, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, that's a good one. All right. 1990 to Six seasons, 140 episodes, starring Will Smith, James Avery, Alfonso Ribeiro, Tatiana Ali. Very cool. Finally, a show of people have heard of. Most people. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm not the most people. Who knows? Uh, Oh, well. Yep. Okay, next up, Rockfire. 
2017-2020. Four seasons, 32 episodes, starring Hank Alzara, Tyrell Jackson, Williams. Okay. Oh, here's another older one. Okay. Are you being served? 1972 to 1985. Oh, another BBC. Okay. Another BBC. Okay. Ten, yeah, 10 seasons, 69 episodes. You know, Rob, maybe you need to pick out the good ones and just, and then here's, here's what I think we need to do. Give me that list and you that list and we pick out the good ones and put them in our order. That would make more sense. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it would say it was from the BB stuff. BB yeah, stuff I mean, these are a bunch of... what? Yeah, you're rattling off a bunch of stuff and people nobody's heard of. So, like, let's make it more interesting and um, uh, send me the list or, or tell me where to get the list. I'll go get the list. And then we pick out the good shows and we put them in our order number one to number whatever 20 or whatever however many good shows are on there what we consider to be a quality good show that people will remember does that sound good that sounds good yeah because like the yeah, others yeah I mean, there's good ones on here there really is yeah but we but we, there's others that there's ones that nobody nobody's ever heard of no i mean and and people just don't care about them so i just say we pick out the good ones and uh, go in go in order, and then you can give me your order first, or I can give you my order first, and then you know, and we can banner about who we, you know, whatever. Just make a little yeah, game they, of it. That, that's what they did. They had a BBC on here too. Yeah. So. Uh, oh well. They can't all be gems. Well, we will get back to everybody on this list. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> My brother was looking forward to this one. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If that if that show that he's talking about is not on the list, it will be when I get we done. We will add it. Yeah. We will add it. It will be on when I get done. Okay. Well, we are at an hour, Rob. Um, you got anything else you want to go to? Or did you want me to do the prop bets, the weird prop, prop bets real quick? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because I'm well, going to take up the rest of my evening right there, but that kind of fizzled out. <laughs> okay. Even though I meant well, I meant well. No, it, it was fine, Rob. It, it was just like if if it wasn't like. Yeah, but the more we went into it, yeah, I agree. Let's just make our own damn list. Yes, because um, nobody ever heard of that stuff like us, and nobody really cared about it. So I mean, I. It's cool, man. We will. Uh, we're we're going to make it interesting, and we will get back to you all. But right well, now, what I will do is I will send this article to you. Yes. And then you can read it for yourself. Okay, and I'll and pick then out. We can come up with our list together. You know. That sounds good. That sounds really yeah. good. That sounds more entertaining. So. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. All right. The first weird prop bet that you can bet on in Vegas or well anywhere from Vegas over under on the national anthem length is at minute 28 
Yeah, it's a minute 28. From the second Reba McIntyre gets started until she completes the word brave, sports books around the world will have a stopwatch in their hand while Alicia Keys sang the anthem at Super Bowl 47. It took her two minutes and 36 seconds. Chris Stapleton took two minutes and one second last year. So... You're telling me this is an actual bet. It's an actual bet. I would take that over. Wow. I would take it over, and here's why. The last two have been two minutes or over. Chris Stapleton was two minutes, one second, and um, and um, uh, Alicia Keys was two minute 36 seconds, and the over-under is a minute 28. I'd take the over. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I, mean, I just don't see any artist... Completing that thing with the long, lengthy, uh, you know, um, when they carry the notes at a minute 28. That's like virtually no time for them, I think. What do you think? Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But here's my problem with it. Okay, go ahead. What the hell does this have to do with a football game? These are just people that like to bet. I know. I know. And who bets? What is the best betting thing of the year? It's the Super Bowl. That 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 garbers. Oh, yeah, bet on the game. There are people that but if aren't you're just betting on how long the special guest lasts. You have a problem. <laughs> exactly, Rob. They do. People have bet on them. You have, have a, a problem. problem. I would agree. The next weird prop bet is what color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach of Super Bowl 58? The favorite okay, now this one I could see. This one, I, this, yeah, this one I could see. The favorite this year is purple, plus 185, with red, plus 260. Close behind if you're looking for a long shot, no liquid will be poured bet is right up your alley at plus 2,000. I would never do that because liquid, they always find the coach and they always pour something. Oh, yeah, they always soak them. The coach is not getting away with nothing, so that plus 2,000 is bullshit. Next one. Taylor Swift will join Usher during the halftime show and sing Shake It Off plus Chiefs win. Now we are starting to get wild with these. Swift has already said that she will perform. Swift already said she won't perform with Usher, according to reports. But isn't um, that what would you say if you wanted to be uh, to shock the world? The bet sits at plus two thousand five hundred or twenty-five thousand. Sorry. So a ten-dollar bet would land you two thousand five hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Here's my thoughts on now. Yes. I do not think she's going to do it. I don't either. Why would she? Her now, boyfriend is playing in the Super Bowl. She does you not want to do something like that. You're going to break his concentration. Yes, and also the upstaging too. No yeah, one's going to yeah, be talking about. Got that. Yeah, no, Kelsey, I don't think that's going to happen. Kelsey could have a 200-yard game, but everyone will be talking about how Tay-Tay jumped in on Usher. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it'd be over. Yep. Their relationship would probably be over at that point. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but anyhow, 
Um, the next Good one. They are talking about changing cheese to Swifties, so they better not. Look, I don't mind Taylor hey, Swift. I, a, I did see on Facebook. It's funny. It's no. a funny. Okay. Um, the next one, Chiefs win. Taylor Swift goes to the White House with the team and endorses Biden. Yes, that is seriously offered. According to the odds, plus 5,000, it has a better shot than her performing at halftime. We saved the longest odds for last. Plus 5,000. You put down $1 and get $5,000 if she does that. But I don't think she's going to do that. They don't invite other people. It's just the team. The team and the coaches. And I don't even think all the coaches. I think it's just the head coach, not even the coordinators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think Spagnola. I don't think he goes either, so. I think it's just mainly the main play. Yeah, you only got so many people you could take. Yeah. In fact, like the whole team goes. So they're not going to leave Spagnuolo or somebody out and then take Tay-Tay. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, yeah. The final one I love the best, Rob. Las Vegas is invaded by aliens and the game ends in a tie. The longest shot of them all checks in at one million plus one million. You put down one dollar and aliens land and interrupt the game and it ends in a tie. You win a million dollars. Would you put a dollar on that just cuz? I think I'm gonna put ten on it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And I just hope I, I kill the aliens. <laughs> the shit they've been covering up that could happen could be <laughs> I really enjoyed that last one do your research everybody do your research That's right. I'll do some of it for you but yeah, you but, do hey, yeah you gotta hold the rest of it yourself guys alright that is the end of that and that is the end of this podcast thank you Rob we appreciate it and uh, anyhow thank you all for listening have a good night thank you everybody good night they go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.